All right, good evening. Welcome to the another edition of the uh, Twelve Man Podcast. I nearly forgot what I was doing then. Um, another week of the Borough. We've had a week of hopping about, about hoppy. Um, Uche saying farewell, a cup exit, and a very thrilling um, promotion ding dong at the Riverside yesterday. So you got me, Steve Jackson. I'm at the uh, I'm in the main seat. We've got Mr. John Donovan, evening JD. And now then, you okay? I'm good. What's wrong with your nose? Um, bit of an accident at work today. <laughs> I um, I, I I walked into something. I'm so glad I asked. Do that. you want to elaborate? Do you want uh, to elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I was using a sack barrel at work, and uh, it, it bounced back and smacked me in the face. And uh, as a result, I've got a couple of little cuts on my nose. <laughs> Superb. I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> Right, I'm glad you're okay though. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm quite. I'm quite happy that it's only uh, an audio podcast and not visual. Uh, people might have been taking the mic. Well, I can record. I can record the screen. I won't, but oh, I can. <laughs> give, give it a miss, then. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it away. I'll give it a miss. Don't we? Uh, I've got Mr. John Cutler with us. Evening, John. Hello, fellas. How are we doing? We're doing good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thank you. No injuries, no. No, no. Full day at work and nothing, nothing bad happened. So lovely, that'll do me. And we got very rare second appearance from um, Mr. James Algano. Slip back himself. How are you doing? Two hundred percent attendance. Uh, good. I'm good, boys. I'm good. Let's talk some football. Let's talk some football. No injuries on your end, though. Nah, nah. Sound. Nice. Okay, we're all good. So yes, we're gonna we're gonna talk the week that's just gone. We'll briefly touch on the cup game because it wasn't the most thrilling of games, and it was a bit of a sucker punch that got us. Um, we'll talk yesterday. Uh, it was a thrilling. It was a it was a brilliant game. I really enjoyed yesterday. Fantastic game of football. Um, really good for a, a neutral if they're watching it. And uh, then we'll preview two uh, big away trips. They are getting bigger now. Um, obviously, the longer we go on without a win, it's going to get bigger and bigger. So, the sooner it happens, the better it will be. So, before I start, are we all okay? Spot on. Spot on. Spot on. That we days. Right. I'll start with you, JD. Do you want to do a little summary of the uh, the Barnsley game? Uh, yeah. Um, much changed team. Um, we were. Uh, uh, we we didn't we didn't there wasn't enough quality uh, for me in the game, uh, but to be fair, I thought it was just going to go to penalties and then right at the death. Obviously, we all know what happened. Um, uh, Barnsley pinched it with like a minute ago, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't want penalties, but I would have took them. But yeah. yeah. I always want to win um, every game, you know, and I know that's impossible. But I, I just thought, um, you know, if we could, uh, if we could progress, it's not going to be too much of a hindrance unless, you know, the, the further we get, you know, and then obviously with extra games, it might take its toll. But this is just the start of the season, you know. Um, I, I wanted us to progress. I was a little bit disappointed with the result, but done. And uh, we're out of it. Yeah, I mean... It... I mean, the positive is we haven't got the extra game in August because August is very congested as it is. But then the negative, as you said, we're still waiting for that first win. And I just thought that when last Wednesday was a good opportunity to get that first win. Just to give a bit of confidence to the team because I say we had a good few chances as well. I say a couple of the uh, youngsters had chances as well. Um, I say Belonga had a great chance in the second half, but. As I say, it was just that sucker punch right at the end. Everybody was just getting ready to go and settle in, penalty shoot out, and then bang, the hit us. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, um, we had the first chance within the first couple of minutes. You know, what more one-on-one. Thought he should have done better, but uh wasn't the case. And uh, that was probably uh, one of only two or three decent chances we had all game. Um but it it was good to see some of the younger players uh, get um, like full games or, or 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 
best part of 90 minutes and, and get some uh, experience under the belt. But like I say, it's just disappointing for me that we didn't uh, we didn't progress. It was, it was very disappointing. But, you know, we didn't progress. It was, you know, it's, it's happened. We move on. But um, uh, one thing I would ask, though, JD, of the, of the youngsters that were in, involved, because there was a few, um, obviously, you know, Liam Roberts got his uh, his full debut in goal. I know we obviously, we obviously saw him in pre-season. Uh, Belonga came off the bench. There was a couple of kids in, um, obviously, up front. We had one as well, obviously, making his professional debut. Um, would you, is it is there a promise coming through that you can think, give them a few years, you know, send them out on loan, let's see what they're about. You know, these could come through and, and be first team regulars. I know, obviously, it's, I'm being harsh if you're going to say no, but I've got to ask a question. No. It, it 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 was it was probably very difficult to tell on 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 that game, um, but we've seen some of the players previously. Hayden Hackney, um, you know, it, 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 he looked he looked sort of fairly comfortable in them. You know, I, I, I just hope him and others can can just keep up their um, pr- progression and uh, be knocking on the door for the first team because you know. We've had some good, um, good quality over the years from the academy. So just want that to continue because it saves us a fortune if we do. Exactly, you can make us a fortune as well. Obviously, yeah. you know we've had players move on from our academy. Obviously, big, obviously big move for this summer. Obviously, bringing in Jed Spence to join the academy. He obviously graduated. I think he was only there a couple of years, but he's still, you know, twenty million quid says it all, really, doesn't it? But um, yeah, we'll move on. Obviously, yeah, that happened. It's gone. Yesterday, absolutely boiling at the uh, at the riverside. Yesterday, beautiful weather. Um, Daddy, how did you cope? Oh, it's not a day for the gingers. Honestly, <laughs> I, I struggled. I couldn't go much football in Greece or all like that, mate. Honestly, I can't wait. Get me. I can't wait. I, I sound proper misbelieved, but I am a ginger, so I can't wait for like a cold December night. Stand up, keep warm with your coat on. <laughs> can't wait for it, but <laughs> but you know the flip side of it. It's nice to, uh, I don't know, it was just, it, it, everyone just seemed to be in good mood, didn't they? Even though the, the results haven't massively gone away, but everyone going into the ground, um, just a decent atmosphere. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't have played in it, put it that way. Yeah, it was, a, it was a very, it was a very humid day. I think, I think the worst part was you could deal with the heat, but there was no breeze. Like, there was, mm. you usually get a bit of a breeze at the back of the north stand, but there was absolutely nothing. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a warm day, but it was, it was nice, you know, um, being out in the fan zone. It was lovely, top the top the tan up. It was nice, um, but obviously, John, I'll come to you, um, because you know we can actually talk to you this week, which is great. Um, obviously, we 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 met up before the game, had a pint, had a chat, but you know, we we we, it, we knew it was gonna be a difficult game. We saw the team come out. Obviously, there was a couple of changes. No crooks. Um, Akpom getting a start again. You know, what did you think of the team? I was with the team fair. I thought it was true. Uh, before, before the game, I thought he might have shot Mau in to be fair. Uh, someone I've said on the podcast a few years ago that I'd have had when he was leaving Barnes. I think he'd do great time. Thought he might have started, especially with Crooks being out, but um yeah. Oh you sound like Robocop, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I break it up. Yeah. It did break up a little bit, but I got the gist of what you said. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's all good. Um yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, there was I'm trying to think what you said. <laughs> <laughs> the breaking up did me. Um, no, you were saying about Alex Morton, you're absolutely right. You know, we, we mentioned him a few years ago. Um, I think every Borough fan's mentioned him at least once. And, um, you know, before I mention the team, I'll come to you, JD. What did you think of the sign of the mullet when it came out Saturday morning? I was, well, very pleased. Well, to be fair, I sent you lads um, some information that I got on Friday night. Yeah. Uh, you know, that I think there might have been an announcement uh, that, that, that that's the next day, um, and it 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 turned out to be the case. 
Now, it was only a few days earlier that we, we had an actual sort of paper uh, linked with him. Um, like the, the the press got hold of it. Uh, and I was over the moon. I didn't think, I didn't think sort of uh, West Brom would have released him to one of their like promotion rivals. And that's how, that's how it's built up with their promotion rivals there. I was, um, so when it was confirmed, I, I was very pleased. Um, he's a, it may not have worked out for him at West Brom for some reason, and he's found him. He's found himself out of the team, and that they've allowed him to join us. But if he if he shows anything like um, the form that he did when he was a regular at Barnsley, he'll do very very well for us. And to be fair, the brief appearance he had on Saturday, it, it showed that he's um, you know his experience and and his his quality can help us. Yeah, definitely. It was. Um, I mean, obviously, we'll go into how he played on on Saturday, but he he made that that brief appearance. You know, we've seen him. Obviously, you've mentioned there about Barnsley. He hasn't quite worked at West Brom, but he came through the Leeds Academy. You know, made, made a fair few appearances for Leeds. He's got a wand of a left foot. You know, is that something we've missed? Obviously, we're trying to find that balance with the, the right footers and the left footers. It shows at the back as well that we're trying to show that. Is he the person that's going to fit in on that left hand side that can link link play up with Giles? Is that is that why he's been brought in? Well, I think he's been brought in basically because he's a very very good championship player, um, uh, and he, he he can add to the quality that we've already got. Um, he, yes, he, he's. Um, He's a left-sided player, which is always a bonus because it's it, it adds that balance. But I just think he's been brought in because of his experience and, like I say, because of his quality and the the games he's played against us previously. He's been the guy who stands out uh, for the opponents. So if he can, if he can, like I say, if he can do that for us and emulate those performances, then we've got a good signing. No, you're absolutely right. And I say there was one performance that sticks out for me. Um, it's when Leeds came to the Riverside, one one nil. It's when um, Mayas made a bit of a, a blunder. It was the year we got to the playoffs, and I think he scored the goal. I think he deflected off two two players and went in, and we had thirty odd shots that game. So I, I remember I couldn't believe we could we didn't score. But he was an absolute monster in that midfield. He, he held it really well. It was the first time I looked at him. I thought, you know, he's a decent, he's a decent prospect. This kid, and um, obviously he's he's had a decent championship career. But Danny, what did you think of uh, Alex Mort signing? I think it's a great bit of experience. In, in you know, he said the day before he wants to. He's kept the number four, five. Was it nine and ten? Sorry, yeah, nine, yeah, nine ten, ten. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's kept them. He's kept them numbers free for for a reason. Um, so I think as soon as I heard that, I mean, obviously, just before you you sent that information, John, I was expecting a sign in the next couple of days because for him mentioning that. So and when you look at, you know, 300, 300 championship appearances, you know, he's what we need. We need experience. Um, I'm, and it's one that I'm happy with. Yeah, I'm, like I say, looking forward to seeing him play a bit more. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, you've got his, his spot on the bench straight away. Um, John's back with us. Let's see what he thinks of uh, Mowat. We're talking about Alex Mowat, John. Do you, are you a yes or a no? Can you hear me? I can now. Yeah. Alex Mowat, talk to us a bit more. Obviously, you, you said on Sunday to me that you were a big fan. Yeah, I'm Look, when Barnsley had a good season, he, he was exceptional for them. Um, I think he's exactly the type of player we need and it gives us a bit of uh, competition in the midfield, especially after losing Tav. Yeah, absolutely. How much better did that sound, by the way? Not like that. Yeah. See. The thing is, I mean, we, we have got experience. Obviously, Johnny Housen's sort of uh, got plenty of experience. Um, uh, Matt Crooks has is, is, is had... Uh, Many years in the championship, you know. So we've we have got that experience, but he offers us he offers us something we haven't currently got, you know. And I think that's um, somebody who's competitive and somebody who can really sort of 
um, dictate the game. I mean, um, you, you see it occasionally from Housen, um, and and you see occasionally the the, the physical attributes of Matrup. But uh, if Alex Mort can reproduce the form that he had at Barnsley, then yeah. it's one hell of a sign. No, oh, you're absolutely right. And I say that, that that's why I've. I say the news came through as I was getting my barnet chopped on Saturday morning. It was uh, a nice little bit of news. Obviously, I had the, the my barber morning. Like I don't know what about the borough. So to then shut him up and go, look, we signed someone. Shut up, cut me air and get on with this. So you know, it was it was nice bit of peace. Um, but I'll go in the game. Obviously, it wasn't the greatest start. I mean, yes, it was a bit of quality. It, it, it was, because the goal from Sander Burge was, it was a great finish. But did it show the lack of left foot that we've got in that back line? Because to me, as soon as he turned and put Lennon on his left-hand side, he had no chance. I thought Lennon was, was not close enough. Um, McGree put a half-hearted challenge in mm-hmm. um, just before Sander Burge turned. And the shot was good, it was hard, it was low, it was accurate. Um, but I just think if we'd have got somebody a touch closer to him, we may have uh, prevented that. But but saying that, good strike, good goal. Um, it, and it just it, it just sparked us into action after then. You know, I, th- I thought, uh, yeah, we did start slowly, but... Um, we, we never licked our wounds. We 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 got back into it, um, and I thought we showed great strength and quickness. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. It was um, it was a bit of a, I suppose it was a bit of a sucker punch. I know it was it wasn't that we were dominating, but we weren't being dominated, were we? You know, it was it was quite an even game. Then, so all of a sudden, they sparked into life, got them. Put the quick passes, Sander Burst turned Lenahan and put it into the bottom corner. I mean, I, I mean, I haven't watched it back, so but from where I was stood, it was a great finish. But like you said there, Jade, we, we sparked into life. And I'll come to you, Dally, because you dived on me when we scored this. Um the the football is that what that's what we were promised, wasn't it? That football, one touch passing, the link up with between everybody on that right hand side. And then a, a proper striker in front of goal. I mean, fair, fair enough, it's not the striker that we all thought we'd, we'd have at this time of the season, but Akpon was there to put the ball in it. Yeah, I think, you know, in, in two parts of your question, I know football we played in, in, in terms of passing. And, you know, that, that goal that we scored, that, the passing, you know, first of all, you know, the movement, but McNair's ball was unbelievable. But, but Jones's run was brilliant as well. Um, and I just think, um, it has it, been a little bit frustrating, Jones, for me because I wanted to, I wanted to get it played, but last year he did it. The second half of the season, he, he won the play, but wasn't really creating as much. Where this this year he doesn't seem to do a lot, but he's got a couple of assists already. Um, I think you know that typical ball across the across the fifty yard line, and you know, I'll be honest with you, I, I jumped on that ball like I wasn't having them, but you know we're looking for a striker. And he could say with a few, what he paid for him, he's here. He got two goals, and, and his position is the both goals. It's brilliant, you know, it's, it's a good finish. You can't, and it's probably so far the season, probably one of the best team goals we've seen in the championship. It, it, it was, yeah. I mean, it, 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 if, if you do um, get a chance to look back at it, it, it by Akron, he, um, he puts. He, he put the ball into the middle that um you know that Dykesdale and McNair um interchange passes and Jones and then that ball from McNair like like I don't was it uh, you you said uh, Steve that that ball from McNair was just absolutely delicious and um and, and and Jones took a look up and there was I think there was McGree and um Akpom in the box waiting for the right ball. And it, it was just, it was a, a, a simple tap-in, but it was a fantastically worked goal. Um, and, and, you know, we deserved to get back in. And what was that? So, like, 15 minutes gone and uh, it was 1-1. Mm. And the game was already set up to be a lively one. 
Well, exactly. I mean, I say we fully deserved you back in the game. It was a, it was a lively start. It was, it was full on wilder ball, wasn't it? It was what we were promised, and it was. I think that's what made it the goal even better for me because you know we've we've endured Pulis ball, Warnock half and half, you know, lump and hope. But this is this is exciting. This is you know, it was one touch. It was accurate. It was. There was players in the box. How many times last season did we we stand there, you know, at cold away grounds and, you know, we were 2 and 3 nil down and we still weren't getting people in the box. But yesterday we were absolutely flying in the box. We were, we were begging for them them crosses to go in. We were begging for the right ball to go across the six-yard line. And it's just a refreshing to be watching a Borough side that, that can, I suppose, risk it a bit and show a bit of quality, and it's it's just working at the moment. I think that's what made that goal even better for me. So, yeah, I'll nod at me. I'll do. Agree. Yeah, completely agree. There you go. Uh, I don't say that often though. Um, but um, no, you're absolutely right. It was it was a great it was a great it was a great equaliser. You know, from from then on, like you said, JJ, you set the tone. It was back and forth. You know, both teams had the chances. I was always anxious when Billy Sharp got the ball because he's, he's an absolute twat against us. Let's just face it, he is. You know, he knows where the, the goal is. He, he did last season when he went to Bramall Lane. He absolutely tortured our back line. Um, but luckily, we kept him quiet. Um, I mean, before I start, before I say the second goal, right? Can anybody believe that Brian Brewster cost twenty three and a half million quid? Hey, and who bought him? Exactly. That's what I. That's what I said to Steve yesterday. Yeah. Well, it was wild. It was wilder that paid that money for him. But I suppose they were a, they were a Premier League team at the time, you know. So, so I suppose, yeah. I mean, you, 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 you're seeing players go for those sort of fees. Um, but you know, um, what's done's done. Uh, but yeah, I just thought at times in in the first half. They've got a nasty midfield, you know. They're, they're, they're very, very issues. Which I'd like to see us do sometimes, you know, just mix it up, have a little bit of nastiness about us, because um, all good team, all good teams do sometimes win a scrap and then win their game. Um, I just think we need to be a little bit more like them because at times they're bullied us. You're being too polite there. They've got a midfield full of shit houses, haven't they? That's, <laughs> that's what they've got. You know, they've got Fleck and Norwood in the in the middle of their midfield, and every time there was a bit of bit of needle. I mean, there was that that bit in the first half where McGree got all the other cards. I think he had a bit of a there was a bit of an issue with him and Sharp, and Norwood flew in, and McGree went straight for Norwood, but Norwood knew what he was doing. He dragged him in. He knew exactly what he was going to do. He knew the other car was coming. You know, it's just that them smart little things. You just think, I'd love a midfielder like that. Just to, it's like it's, it's what Ledbetter used to do. It's what Clayton used to do. Just so I, I always remember Ledbetter. There was that game at Burnley, uh, the year we went up. Thirty seconds in, he clattered Joey Barton, and he put him on the floor. And you just looked at him, and you just knew from that point it it set the tone. And I felt that's that. Well, they, that's what they did with our midfield. They, they got into our faces. And we realised we were in a bit of a a bit of a game, you know. You know, we had a midfield that was you know as strong as ours. A bit of you know, like I said, a bunch of shit houses, and they were, um, you know, it was it was in, it was interesting to watch and um, watching the other cards fly out. Before it was the it was the referee because I'm sure it was Andre Mar- Mariner. I'm like I'm not sure it, it looked like because his the other car was out more more times. I can't even think of a comparison because it was that, that that many times. If you backed the other cards, you you were buzzing yesterday because I think most coaches got the other card. There was five other cards for Sheffield United players. I think we got four. It, it was just that sort of game, bit of needle, bit of back and forth. But yeah, the second second goal. I'll come to you, John, uh, Mister Cutler. Ryan Giles apologised for this. I even watched it back because I need to watch it back because you said he went with it with his left foot. I thought he went with his right, but it, did he need to apologise? I don't think he did. 
No, not for me. I mean, the the goal comes from us falling asleep from their throwing. Hmm. That's what the goal comes from. Uh, like I say, I thought originally, I haven't watched it back, I thought he kicked it in with his left foot. So, did, did either of you two, have you watched it back, John or Jamie? Yeah, yeah, I watched it back and it was with his right. And when you see it, um, I mean, at the time, in, in live, live action, I thought he could have easily just stepped over it because there was nobody behind him. There was somebody about five or six yards away that he probably had in his peripheral vision. Um, but I think he could have either stepped over it or just turned his foot and played it out for a corner. Um, but, yeah, he, he lashed it with his right and it uh, it, it flew in. Um, he'll have been, obviously, um, well, he obviously was gutted because he put that... Uh, Apology out on Twitter, but these things happen, you know. Um, we 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 could all sort of point to it and say he should have done this, he should have done that, but in real time, he never he never expected to to miss hit that and slice it in his own net. But uh, but 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 that's how it was. Um, but it just meant that we had to dig deep again and come back, which we did, which shows real good mental strength because Sheffield United are a team that's going to be there or thereabouts like I yeah. said they won't give you anything for nothing they will scrap for everything you're not going to get any uh, any cheap shots out of them you've got to really work for it uh, and we did and we did do that and, and, we, well, and we got back into it uh, and you know what um, towards the end we, we could have snatched it what more hit the post Lenahan had a header that he had it down and over the bar, but you know, on another day we might have got it. But it was a it was a thoroughly entertaining game. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll second that. I, I thought it was a really good game of football. It was um it was end to end. It was I, I I like the fact that even you know we had ten minutes left when obviously the second goal went in. Both teams didn't settle for them. It was like a five minute period after the goal. Both teams said, "Right, we're going to go for a winner here," and they we the both just went back and forth, and uh, until I think Sheffield United were the first ones to to back up and say, "We're happy with a point here, point will do." Um, but uh, like you said there, JJ, we we could we could have won it. We really could have won it. They said, "I thought what more shot was in." As soon as he hit it, I thought it was in. But I'll come to you, Dally. Obviously, you you looked straight at me after the first goal and went, "I love that pop." That was pure, pure strategy instinct again to get that second goal. Because it was, it was the thing with Akpom, Um We were talking at the top, and um, one of the lads kept pointing out he's lost the ball so many times. He has lost the ball, but but what you've got to remember is he's had a week's pre-season with the team. He's been training on his own, so he's he's getting up to speed with it. But if he puts the ball in the back of the net, and he and he, and he puts it where we need it to be, then. You might take him losing the ball a couple of times and give him three or four weeks to be up to speed. Um, but like I say, it could, it, you know, the answer might be right under our nose. I'm sure we're going to talk about transfers shortly and you know, there's a, a, a striker making all sorts of noises to try and get out of his club. Mm. But you've got this fella here and you think, okay, you know, take your chance. You know, you've got two more away games coming up in a week. Let's see how we get on. Um, you know, look, looking at the, 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 the chance after that though the Watmore chance tell you what he wants to speak to Giles because that was hell of a finish <laughs> you know <laughs> when you look at it it was hell of a finish and if, you know Watmore I really like Watmore but when you look at who we've brought in if he does if Wilder brings another striker in I think it's Watmore who's going to go because he gets in these positions but he doesn't finish him well, well, that's it. You're absolutely right. I mean, well, obviously, we started our little chat with, you know, the first chance we had against Barnsley. What more one-on-one? And you missed his chance. He had a couple yesterday, missed his chance. You know, it seems like it's a recurring theme. I don't want to be harsh on him because I, I love Duncan Watmore. I think he's a brilliant player. Yeah, he was, yeah I do. He, was, he, he, played, he played a part in some of our best football last season, some of our best performances. You look at the, the games at United, the game at home at Tottenham. You know, there was there was there was games where he was so influential. Huddersfield away, the two goals he scored. You know what I mean? But he can't keep having them what them clear cut chances and missing. 
especially when we want to be where we want to be at the top end of the table, pushing for promotion because all the all the teams up there have a striker that can finish, that can score goals. We saw it last season and we're going to see it again this season. Obviously, Watford's got about six they could probably bring in and, and, and score goals. You know, um, Norwich, I know Norwich are bottom at the moment, but Timo Pooty's going to start firing at some point. It's going to happen. The team we played on Sunday, Sheffield United, they've got strikers that can that can fit and finish the ball. Is it you know Billy Sharp? This level is is brilliant. We just haven't quite got that, and I think, like you said there, Dally, if 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 one striker is going to fall away, it could be what more. Yeah, well, Coburn's injured. You know, they were there was talk of them sending him out on loan. Are you going to have five strikers? You know, you could make it. You might be able to rotate them, but you know we've not seen we've not seen Stan play yet. Old Hobby, um, not really. You know he's had thirty seven seconds at the weekend, but I don't know. I just it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Go on, JD. You going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say the the three chances that what Moore's had, uh, three I would I would say clear cut chances that what Moore's had. The, the easiest one of the lot was the the one against West Brom, um, where really you know um, that that should have been that should have been two 0 was game over in the first half, but 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 he he managed to not get a, a decent connection on that, and then against Barnsley you would have you you would have thought that um, that would have been one 0 up two or three minutes into the game, uh, the one on Saturday was a little bit more difficult. Um, but like you say, if you want to win games, those chances in the last five minutes, those are the chances that you want going in. Um, and and it's 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 no surprise as to why the club uh, are chasing chasing strikers because obviously they need better conversion rate than what they're getting out of the ones at the moment. Tom has been great. He's um, he's. He's done a job when he's come on. I mean, QPR, he changed the game. Um, Saturday, sorry, Sunday, he uh, he was man of the match with two goals. Um, but you know, yeah, you, you need you need you need others. You need you can't just rely on Akpom because he's never been prolific in his career. So you can't just rely on him. We need others. And um, what more? Has had three great chances to to. Open his account, and sadly he hasn't taken them. We only we know only too well from last season. How many glorious chances did we miss last year? When it ended up, it cost us the playoffs. We can't afford to do that again this season. We all know what the aim is, so we need to get the right players in to do it. And as harsh as it might be on Duncan, if he's not going to be the one to finish, maybe he is the one to go. Yeah, I, I think we've all like um, last season. You know, we, we've all. Um, give give the lad praise because you know he's he's come back from two injuries and he he done well for us. He, he, however, we're trying to improve as a team as a squad, yeah. and we haven't been good enough to get into the uh, into the the playoffs for a while. So that's why we're trying improve this one and obviously Wilder it's his team uh, and, and if he thinks that he needs better quality strikers then that's what we're going out to look for uh, and I like I like what more like his energy I, I like his, his um his attitude but it's it's what counts on the pitch you know putting putting the ball in the onion bag and that's what matters can we all just take a moment as well after his mistake well, I thought it was his mistake at QPR last week. That save from Zach Steffen in the second half was absolutely world-class, by the way. Yeah. 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 That, that save was, was top draw. Yeah, the one, the one in the head. But I, I think just before then, he had a he, had, he, he, he shot from about 12 yards. You know. Fair enough, it, it was close to him. But he still had to sort of make that save. Um, previous, previous keepers... Uh, might have been not as quick to react. So, uh, so yeah, um, <laughs> that, that, that save from the 
brilliant, but he he done a couple of things as well uh, throughout the game that was good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. If you want reference to that, just watch um, Rotherham's second, third, and fourth goal from the weekend. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but before I ask you for your man of the match, there's one situation I want to talk about. Dale Fry. Now, Wilder came out yesterday after the game and he was questioned about why he brought Fry off. You know, most people would have thought, is he injured? You know, is there something wrong? I mean, I'll start with you, John, because you obviously you shared it with us all. Um, and you said you were quite surprised, you know, like we all were, that it was tactical. Just elaborate on what you meant by that. Me? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you shared yeah. it. Well, let's, yeah, he, he, came, he did say that it was tactical. Um, and for me, he's the best centre-half at the club. I was surprised by it. Was he any worse than the other two centre-halves? Did I expect us to make a change at half-time? Definitely not. And, uh, yeah, I, I regard him as the best centre-half at the club. And whether he's still carrying a bit of a niggle, I don't know. But Wilder did say it was tactical, didn't he? Um, I didn't think... I thought Sharp did all right. I don't think he particularly bullied Fry. I don't think Fry was particularly bad. At, you know, I was very surprised that he came off at half-time, to say the least. But... We had had a well. We talked on uh, at one of the games, and we where there's rumours of the a possible bust up between them. Which, yeah. I mean, would he have started if there was? I don't know, but you know, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? It, it does. Uh, JD, what's your opinion on the uh, the matter? Well, I, I'm like a quite a lot of other fans who thought that um, Fry had. It, it, Got a strain or a knock, and 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 it and it was a it was a physical problem rather than tactic, um, and I I couldn't really see I couldn't really see um Wilder's point about us um playing too deep. Uh, it's not something that I particularly noticed. I mean, Billy Sharp does get, does give the centre halves a lot of work to do. Um, and as it turned out, he he was pulled at half time as well. Um, I just think uh, Fry was unlucky, but but you know, uh, it, it took to the manager to make the, these calls. And um, us fans can always chat about it, but uh, he makes the calls. And uh, well, it wasn't a wrong one at the end of the day because I thought uh, I thought the setup in the second half uh, was okay for us. You know, I mean. Um, yeah, Stefan made a couple of saves. Other than that, they didn't look like scoring, apart from when our, our man done the job for them. Yeah. Uh, Dally, what's your opinion on the whole matter? Not really, I want to be fair, if I'm honest with you. I just think sometimes you see players get pulled out of time. I, I just assumed it was an injury, like everyone else. Um Time will tell. I mean, obviously, you've mentioned there about, about Whisper going around that there's been a bust-up. Um, bit of a strange one I think you know we've got a bit of a stance where we we've come out and said that him and I mean Severny have got X amount of time on contracts there's the talk of the lad from Hull does that mean again like you know like I'm touching on the Watmore one earlier on you know if he brings another centre-back in you know you've got you've got McNair and play a centre-back Dijkstein Lenahan Ball has started stepping in there is it one where he looks and goes well, I might be able to get you out for this, and and you bring you in for this. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, just, you know, looking at it from the outside. But I like Fry. Um, yeah. I'd like to just think it's an injury, and it was just tactical. Because um, I'd be quite happy to keep him over bringing this other lad in. I'll be honest with you. Um, he's been here a long time, no Fry. Um, probably is it probably our longest serving player. Um, yeah, I remember him playing at Charlton. When uh, Karanka yeah. disappeared, yeah, you know? yeah. So be interesting yeah. to see what happens. Yeah, he made a mistake for the second goal. I remember that. Um, <laughs> but um, no, you. I'm, I'm glad you said something more than I don't really have an opinion because I thought I'm going to make some up here. Uh, but no, no, I, I thought I thought the balance was good in the second half and Bowler came on. So that's, you were absolutely right there. Um, but they say there's a lot of talk. I don't know what's going on. 
you know, we we don't know. We we're just fans like everybody else listening to this. So, you know, we'll see what what happens in the coming days and weeks. Because we say we still got, uh, we still got two and a half weeks left of this transfer window. So, who knows what's going to happen? But before I move on to, we'll have a chat about a certain lad who's um screaming about travelling across the North Sea. Um, man of the match. I'll start with you, JD. Who was your man of the match for Sunday? Um, well, it it was the it was our goal scorer. Um, Akpom, I thought he, uh, I thought he worked hard. Um, linked up well. Won the ball, spread it, and then got himself back in the box. Like I said, he started and ended the the our first goal, uh, and he reacted well to Len- Lenihan's header for the second goal. Um, so he was my man of the match. But, you know, the, the, there were some good performances there. Stefan, like we say, he, he was in it. I thought Dykesdale played well. Um, Housen, I thought McGree done OK. Mm-hmm. You know, so... But I've, I've gone around the houses, but it's a problem for me. <laughs> I was going to say, you've, you've built an estate there and... You... You know, you, you give us give us the answer, Akpom. Yeah, um, Dally, come to you. What more? No, I'm Akpom. I love the goal. Uh, the Ginger Alliance. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's, I think it could be a full house here. Uh, John, come to you. It's not oh. going to be a full house. Uh, we we won't come up against many better midfields than Norwood, Beige, and Fleck. And for me, Housen acquitted himself really well on Sunday. Uh, he never stopped working, which is a given for him. So I'm going to go housing. Well, I, I mean, I'm 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 not saying well because I don't rate housing, but yeah, um, he did have a really good game. You're absolutely right. I'm going to go Akpom. I thought Akpom showed exactly what we need in a number nine, and it it basically showed the others. It embarrassed the others, to be honest. They say what what more had them chances, but. You know, Akpom's been in, like you said there, Dali, he's had one week's pre-season, he's just been training by himself, and he's just picked up two chances. One was pure instinct, where he just flung his head at Lenihan's um, header and put the ball in the net. So, yeah, for me, it was Akpom. I thought he was superb on, on Sunday. I really did. Um, but, right, before I preview uh, Stoke and Reading, which I'm very much looking forward to, by the way, to... I love I back to back away trips. I don't know why. Uh, it puts the body through a lot, but uh, you know, especially if you win. Um but um it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be good. But an interview came out yesterday on was it on ESPN? I think it was he was interviewed by. Um Jorgen Strang Larson, is that his name? Have I said that right? That's it, yeah. Superb. Happy days. I just <laughs> I blagged that bit. Um because I just know it's Strang Larson. I don't know his first name, but Jorgen. He came out and said he was very disappointed with the way that Groningen have handled their transfer business in relation to the bids that have come in for him. And he spoke very openly about he wants to, you know, the Dutch league is not the top five leagues in, in Europe. It's not England. It's not Italy. And the guy says, I think I counted three times, he said Middlesbrough, um, in quite a nice Steve McLaren accent. Um, and he didn't say no once to him. It, people are saying he needs to put a transfer request in, but I'll come to you, JD, because obviously you, you said straight away it was ESPN. That's bigger than a transfer request, isn't it? Going on live telly and saying, I want this move. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 not something that um, endears him to me, to be honest. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly like that. Um, and I can understand Groningen's position because they want to keep uh, they want to keep him, uh, and they'll only let him go um, if their valuation is met, and it hasn't been yet. So I, I understand their stance, um, and at the moment, it's you don't know which way it's going to go. But I don't particularly like um, a player. Um, Dictating his move, if, if if you know what I mean. I know it's happened. It's happened to. It's happened with us. It, it's happened at other clubs, and and it's sort of like the the power is in the agent and the player's hands at the moment. Um, 
because Groningen run the risk of um, just re- rebuffing all offers and, and then the window closes and they'll have an unhappy, um, an unhappy player on the hands. So I think a move will happen. When? I don't know. To who? It looks like us uh, at the moment, but I haven't been, I haven't been um, impressed with the way it's all been handled. To be honest, I think you're exactly right there, John. I think if this was the other way around, if he was out there and he was kicking and screaming, it, it, it leaves a bad taste in the mouth. I think I don't know. I've never seen that lad play. I've seen more of his interviews and I've seen him play. And do you know what I mean? And, um, again, I think I said this last week. I, I can't get excited over players that I haven't seen. You know, when 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 you see these play, players on Twitter and oh, we're linked with him and everybody's saying free him, but they got tongue six one, didn't they? By Ajax at the weekend, and I know. I, I don't know. I'm a bit wary about about strikers coming from Holland. I don't think we've really got a good track record there. So, you know, it's all gone quite on. On the Fulham lad, Milnes, you know, it's all gone very quiet there. Um, I can only see us bringing one of those in. Mm. But this lad, like you say, we, we've put we've put money on the table. I mean, if you listen to his interview, I think, don't quote me word for word, but they say, you know, the interviewer asks, how close is it with Middlesbrough? He said, well, it isn't very, it isn't very close at all. So for him, he hasn't put a transfer request in because he doesn't want to, don't they give up a, a percentage of, you know, the fees or whatever? He doesn't mm. want to. He doesn't want to get put a transfer request in, but he'll quite happily stand afterwards. Saying, "I really, I really don't want to be. I want to. I want to get away. It's for my career. Whether it's for your career, your mama, your, you, you know, the other club that you you're playing for. If you stood there saying that you want away, I don't know. It, it obviously, puts you in a bit of a position because the club ultimately they've got your contract. Yeah. They want to put you. If they want to get right in the reserves, they'll do that. But I don't know. Like you said, like, exactly like JD says, he's not conducting himself very well at the minute. No, he's absolutely right. I mean, for for me to show that bit of entitled, it's like he was entitled to a move. Stood there mm-hmm. saying, "I think I deserve this for my career. I've given my service. I've done this. I've done that." Right, let's let's not be funny, son. You're playing for Groningen. You know what I mean? Apart from Ajax and PSV, there's no one in that league. You know what I mean? We've been stung before from a strike that came from here and V that we thought was the, the best thing since sliced bread, and look where that goes. You know what I mean? I just I didn't I there's something about him that says to me we should take a chance. I don't know what it is. I think there's something about him. But I don't want someone because I'd hate for our players to do it, to come out and say it on, on national telly. You know, it wasn't like a local radio station. You know, it was ESPN. I I feel I deserve this move. And it's obvious, Sarva, Middlesbrough or Bologna. And I just feel that if, if, if it was any other player, if it was someone trying to move to, I don't know, a mid-table Premier League team, you'd look at him and think, you spoiled little bastard. Because you would. <laughs> <laughs> you think you spoiled little bastards? Who do you think you are? You're employed by someone, and you're talking, saying, "I want here, I want this, I want that." Right? You're not a kid. Get a grip and do it the right way. Don't, don't. My concern would be. My concern would be. I think Wilder, you know, he came out and said, you know, the club have, have gone in for players, but have not gone overboard on the money, and, and they'll only pay the right price. I think that's for a couple of reasons. I think. Gibbo's made a big point with Derby County and I don't think he's going to... I think if he starts splashing it, then they'll start poking into the account a bit more and and I don't think he can he can do what he's doing and then start throwing it about. I think he's being clever. You know, I'd rather be be clever with with signings that are going to that are going to benefit the club you know, make sure that the club is sustainable. Yeah. So £10 million in the championships are, for me, it's still massive money. But you're seeing all these players reacting now Say we miss out on the playoffs, you, you'll have him on big money and he'll be doing everything to get out and he'll be doing all of this. And is it just something you need to attract? I don't know. But he's got a bit of arrogance about him. That's about as much as I've seen. I don't know. For me, 
there's there's ways and means of going about it. We're not none of us are naive. We know this <laughs> at football clubs. He could have done it behind this. He could have done it behind closed doors. Met with Gronigan and said, "Look, I really fancy a move there. I'll forego whatever. I'll I'll help facil- facilitate the move." Coming out on national TV is not a good look for anyone. We've ju- we've just got rid of a player that clearly didn't want to be uh, enacted. Who will he? And we all, in my opinion, rightly criticised him for it. Like you, three lads have said there, if he was playing, for, if he comes in and scores goals and we don't go, he's going to be doing the same to us in the summer and we'll be absolutely fuming about it. So I don't like the way he's gone about it. But if he comes in and scores goals, I'll forgive him. Well, that's it. I mean, and he, he did score quite a few. He had a good season for Gronigan and he's 22. He's the right age, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's certainly positives uh, in the signing and I can understand why we're linked with him. Um, mm-hmm. But we've been we've been had over a battle in the past um, with regards paying over the odds. So if this is a new um, stance that the club are taking, you know, this is our valuation and we're not going to go over it. Then I'm I'm quite happy with that. Fair play to that, you know. Don't yeah. don't don't be sort of cowtowing down to um, the, the selling club. Um, just you know, stick by your guns and um, and 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 don't go above your valuation. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I hope no one clicked to listen to this halfway through and heard John coming out with uh, coming out on national telly is no good for anyone. I mean, I mean that's that's not, that's not a good fact to listen to for anyone. But um, no, you're absolutely right. He, he needs to end of the day. He needs to wind his neck in, and if he gets to move, he gets to move. If he doesn't, man up and get on with it. You know what I mean? You know, we we, we by the looks of it, we've got other targets. You know, if you're gonna be a you're gonna be a brat about it, I'm not well, a fan the, of it. The thing is, I think um, you know, I don't want us to run out of time and then and act hastily towards the end of the window. So I think we should give ourselves a of sort of time and say, look, this isn't done by then. Then we pursue um, our alternative targets. Yeah, I would hate for us to leave it far too late and then realise, oh, this isn't going to happen. So we have to then hastily move on to something else. Um, you know, I, I, I'm assuming and I'm hoping that the club have got good contingent plans in place. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, so I mean, so you you agree with me then? It's time for us to go in one last offer and say, right, this is take it or leave it. You know, let's meet in the middle because by the sounds of it, we're we're not far off where they want. Is it time for to go? Right, this take this is it. Take it or leave it. That's our last offer. If you don't want it, we're walking away. Because then all of a sudden that puts real pressure on Gronigan because the, the 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 player then steps in. The agent steps in. Obviously, our reps are stood in front of him. All of a sudden, we're all staring at this one man, you know, maybe two, you know, of, of their recruitment team saying, take it or leave it, or we're walking away. Is that is that where we're at now? Well, Groningen going to making it clear that um, they're okay financially and they don't need this deal. But they also don't need an unhappy player on the books. Um, so yeah, it's difficult for them, but I like I say, I, I just don't want us to be pursuing a target for so long. For so long, we, we, I mean, we've done it in the past. I mean, I, I remember when we chased Nadal as centre half, you know, and um, he, he, he never come in the end, and 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 we sort of like had to hastily change tack and and, and go for, for somebody else, but. I'm I'm assuming now that things changed and and we're sort of in a better position, um, but yeah, I, I, it, I would personally want the club to say this is our cash limit, this is our deadline, uh, and if it doesn't go by then, then we have to move on. Um, I'm sure that there's um, little tweaks in the deal that can possibly uh, alter the amount we pay. Um, and then any added on bonuses, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not part and parcel of these negotiations, obviously. But yeah, we need we need to sort of say it to Gronink and you know, if it's if it's not done by this, then when we're walking away. Well, an interesting little tidbit from 
from the game yesterday in the fan zone before the game, the Maddo always gets up, one of the former get, guests we've had on here. And he actually said on the stage, on the mic, that he'd heard that we're back in for Armstrong. Now, whether that whether that comes off or not, I don't know. But it, it's something, not everyone goes to the fan zone. It's something he actually said, didn't he, Steve? He did. He did. He said it sounds like the um, the interesting Armstrong's back back on the table. So, you know, as I say, there's two and a half weeks left. Um, you know, we, we could be chatting about a completely different situation. Things might have happened. We don't know. But I want to move on. I want to talk about Stoke Wednesday night. Um, JD, we're making the trip down to um, Staffordshire. It is Staffordshire, isn't it? Yes, I right, got that right. Um, I called Wednesday night. I hope it's not called anyway. But you know, it's 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 that all. You know, them old words. You know, can we do it on a cold night in Stoke? We're about to find out because we really do need to do it now, don't we? We need to get that first one on the board now. Um, yeah, and and there's no reason why we can't go there and get a win. Um. You know the, the the three league games we've played, we've had we've had strong spells in in all the games, um, and really we there's a there's a possibility that um we, we could have we could have picked up a win if we'd have just been um had a little more luck, um but there's no reason why we can't go down to Stoke, and 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 get the result that that we're all hoping for um. I'm I'm fairly confident. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I think we can. I mean, I, I don't want to I don't want to jinx this. I really don't. But I've not seen us win at Stoke, and now I'm going. <laughs> so, but um, I've never seen us get beat once. No, twice. Oh God, it's getting worse. Um, but our fancies to win Wednesday. I really do. I think. Stoke have started like a bit like us. I know they've got a win on the board, but they've been very topsy turvy. You know they haven't. You know they started. They, if we thought they're going to get a result against Huddersfield Saturday, capitulated, and obviously to 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 get they did get beat, didn't they? I mean, I'm not making that up, am I? Yeah, they got beat three one off Huddersfield. Yeah, I, I I had in my head they got beat three one. Then all of a sudden I saw your blank face and I thought. I'm talking shit here. I'm talking <laughs> something's wrong here. But um no, so you know, they're going into it off the back of a, a heavy defeat off another so-called promote playoff rival. I fancy us to go into that game and get a win. Um anybody want to volunteer and say um the what changes they've made to that team of ours? I'd bring more in. For Good question. <laughs> right, put put McNair at the back. Now there's your answer. See, I think I'd start. I'd, I'd start Fry. Put McNair into centre half, and drop Dyke Steele. There you go. Oh, that's harsh. But okay, I did ask for it. JD, would you agree with that? Um, I I, I would start with. But I wouldn't start with Mort, but I would maybe give him, um, give him, you know, a, a good spell, thirty minutes, twenty-five minutes, you know, um, to to impose himself on the game. Depending on the scoreline, either either keep us in front or, or get us back into the game, or, or you know, I'd give him give him the, the opportunity to uh, to get a few more minutes under his belt. Um, and also, I I I I wouldn't start Hoppy, but I'd I'd give him a few more minutes, you know. Um, but yeah, I I agree with uh, Dally. Start Fry. Yeah, I I don't see why not. I I wouldn't I wouldn't um I wouldn't change the uh, the back line. Didn't Dally say drop Fry? Oh no, I was just saying. I was just saying for for, for how you were saying. Uh... Oh. To bring to bring more in, I'd keep the same lineup. Yeah, I keep the same lineup from the weekend. I think, um, yeah, I would. I just 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 same starting lineup and, and see how we go. Yeah, I've do you got... not? Come. 
Just not think we're stronger, though, with Paddy at the back. For the way he brings the ball out with the defence, I just think we look... I just think we look a lot better when Paddy's playing at the back. Dykesdale's been doing that quite well, though, hasn't he? I, 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 I sometimes like um, the way he sort of... He clumsily comes forward, but he still keeps the ball at his feet. You know, it seems as though he's a bit cumbersome at times, you know. But he ends up uh, he ends up being successful on his forays forward. Right? Yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I would. I would, don't think. I, I don't think I would make any starting changes. But all I would do was maybe give um, Mort uh, and and Hoppy a bit more game time in the second half. I mean, you couldn't give him any less game time, could you, Hoppy? I mean, he got literally 40 seconds, didn't he? He came on for that last corner, or free kill, whatever it was at the end, and then that was that. But, yeah, it was good to see him come on the pitch. You know, he got his little reception from the uh, the crowd. I don't know how I feel about him wearing the 13 shirt, but, you know, I'm just a traditionalist. I always think the keeper should be wearing, the second keeper should be wearing that, but, um, was a famous, famous German striker in the seventies who wore thirteen, wasn't it? It was. Got, got lots of goals. Yeah, Gerd Muller scored That's a lot of goals one. when when they were thirteen. Um, no, but no pressure not on German. No. <laughs> not German, and he's not and he's not Eminem. He <laughs> <laughs> just like him. Uh, he he plays in Germany. Well, there's that link then. Yeah, there you go. So oh, um, no, I went on holiday there once. I see me <laughs> shaving it in my head. <laughs> right, um, I'll talk about Reading pretty quickly. Uh, John, I'll start with you. Prediction for Stoke. 2-0. To Borough, yeah? Of course. Right. Paul Scorer? I'll go Lenahan. Oh. And Akpom. Love it. JD? 1-0, but a... Full uh, score? Go... Yeah, yeah. Um, McGree. There we go. So we've got McGree 1-0, Lenahan 2-0. Go on, Dally. 1-H. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dally, I don't know what more. We can guess this, can we? What more in 1-1? One, one? I'm going to go, I'm going to go 2-1, but and I think that uh, I think McNeil scored the first goal. There you go. No, but so, um, and we we'll quickly go up for Reading. Um, obviously, it's another one we made the trip for JD. I quite enjoy Reading away. Um, brings about good memories. Um, Joe's finger getting chopped off. Uh, <laughs> the thirteen second goal. Um, we can see his. But we've had some good we've had some good memories there. George Friend goal just before Christmas. That was a good trip. Um the only bad thing is Joe Lumley's not playing. Yeah. But anyway, now we can do about that. He's he's our player, isn't he? I, I, yeah, but I'd love that close to be in there. He's got to start against us. Can you imagine that? Absolutely. Yeah, he'd have a he'd have a wildie. It wouldn't surprise me, you know. It'd be it'd be another Alex Nimley scenario, wouldn't it? But um, no, I'm looking forward to the um, the trip to Reading on Saturday. It's gonna be another good away trip, another good trip to Berkshire. Uh, Long trips. Yeah, that's I completely agree with that. Um, I love the long trips. Cooper Hour was a good trip. Um, even though obviously the result wasn't the the best one, but the trip the trip the company was was really good, and they were expecting the same. On on Saturday, um, obviously I won't ask you is the uh, your prediction for the lineup because say we might have players that have come in, we might have had injuries, we don't know. I'll just get a prediction from you. I'll start with you, Dally, because I imagine your phone's on its last ass. One one. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I think we'll beat them three one. Oh, right, three one. JD. Two nil. JC. I'm going to go 2-0. Adam Armstrong first goal. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 4-0. Ooh. Uh, I think we'll hit him. Uh, I, I think Reading are absolutely terrible. I, I watched the highlights on Saturday night. 
I mean, yeah, three quarters of it was down to Keaton, but Jesus Christ, you can't defend like they did. I thought the defending we did at QPR was bad. Who's they got me? Uh, I don't know. You've caught me on the. You've caught me off guard there. Uh, they have got um no one Tuesday. Blackburn. All right, so up the league. Bloody hell. Um. So yeah, that that's, that's not the best game we're going to, is it? Um. So hopefully Joe Lumley does us another favour. Um. But um. So yeah, I, uh, I'll leave it there. Thank you very much, boys, for for popping on and uh, having a chat with me. Um. It's been really good to interact and uh, and have a good chat about the borough. It was quite positive, that one. It's really good. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, liking, commenting, uh, getting involved. Um, JD, I'll see you Wednesday. Um yeah. for another for another trip away. Um Dally, John, pleasure as always. Um, see you both very soon. And to you listening. I'll we'll talk again next week. Arriva Derchi, up the butter. Be seeing you. Up the butter. Up the butter. New TB.